0: Bob Marley One Love is in theaters now, so good news those of you who bought tickets to see Madame Webb. at least there will be great music bleeding in from the walls of the theater next door. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle, and this is my review of the new music biopic Bob Marley One Love, which does have a midweek release, it's in theaters right now. This is from director Reynaldo Marcus Green, last seen in the movie world directing Will Smith to a Best Actor Oscar in King Richard. Kingsley Benadir plays the icon Bob Marley, whose music has resonated across generations. This film is largely set in the last few years of his life as he works to invent a new sound to bring the music of Jamaica to the world amidst massive political upheaval in his home country. Lashana Lynch plays Marley's wife Rita, a nearly lifelong companion who's also his confidant and part of the band. And it's tough to describe or sum up Bob Marley One Love, because the movie itself doesn't really seem to settle on exactly what story it wants to tell. It starts out as an in-depth look at Marley's attempt to throw a free concert in 1976 as an election approaches in Jamaica and his life is threatened, including an assassination attempt that leaves him and many loved ones wounded. But this is fairly quickly resolved given how deep we go into it at the beginning of the film and we go to London where Bob Marley and the Wailers write and record the landmark album Exodus and we then follow the band's rise to international fame and the problems that come along with that. But then we move on from that and the conflicts that are introduced in that part of the film to Bob Marley's illness and him trying to figure out what his legacy is going to be. Which all leads up to a major concert that we don't really get to see. I think it could have worked as an emotional climax in the same way that Bohemian Rhapsody used Live Aid to its great benefit, but the movie decides not to do that. So we really have sort of three basic chunks, and then interspersed throughout that, we get flashbacks to other parts of Bob Marley's life, which are, I guess, informative as to his past, but don't really tie in or add anything to the other stories that are being told. I was definitely familiar with a lot of Bob Marley's music, as most people are, it is a worldwide global legacy that he left behind, but I didn't know that much beyond just the basic outlines of his life. And I gotta say, I didn't come out of this movie with much more of an understanding of him or how his music reflected his life than I came in with. The music remains fantastic, but I wanted to know more about the man. And there are moments that flirt at a deeper look beyond just shots of Kingsley ben looking pensive, but they're quickly moved past. And part of me wonders if the involvement of Bob Marley's family as producers of the film, as well as their presence on set, may have affected how the movie decided to portray him, not necessarily in a dishonest way, but perhaps in a way that might have sanded off some of the edges. I think it's the same kind of criticism that people threw at King Richard as well, which was Ronaldo Marcus Green's previous film, which had the direct approval of Venus and Serena Williams. While having family members involved in a biopic like this I'm sure helps to enhance the authenticity of these movies, I also wonder if that might affect the storytelling or the objectivity. One thing I can't fault is the performances, Kingsley Benadire embodies Bob Marley while also coming off as a character and not a caricature, which is difficult when you're playing somebody who's as well-known as he is. The only time that the immersion was really broken when I felt like I was watching an actor and not Bob Marley on screen were during a few of the concert scenes when they did a full dub-in of Bob Marley's singing voice. Kingsley Benadire did a lot of the singing, but reportedly Marley's voice was dubbed in for the larger concert scenes, and that's where I kinda of felt like I was watching an imitation of the man and not an embodiment of the man. Lashana Lynch's Rita is also great in what we see of her, I wish the movie had been more focused and allowed for a deeper look at her relationship with Bob, which was obviously very loving, but somewhat complicated. The movie begins to explore those complications, but then sort of shies away to go into the third act. We also get into an embezzlement storyline and some of the business dealings that Bob Marley had with his long-term manager, Don, but those are also kind of left hanging. And that's where I think the story could have used a little bit more focus. And also, as I mentioned earlier, where I think the edges may have been sanded off a little. Yes, I know that you wanna focus on the greatness and the legacy, But I think that you can also showcase some of the pitfalls and the problems without sacrificing the other positive things about Bob Marley's life. There's also an issue that I wanted to broach, and it's kind of a sensitive issue, which is that I had trouble understanding a lot of the dialogue in the movie, and this isn't a criticism of the film or of the actors, because their accents felt very genuine. They didn't seem like the almost cartoonish Jamaican accents that you've heard in other films. I think that they were very authentic and very rooted in reality, but I also think that the reality of that is that it can be tough to distinguish for an ear that's not used to hearing that accent. And it's not something I'm ascribing only to this film. It's an issue I've had with Guy Ritchie movies and those very deep British London accents. It's an issue that I had with The Banshees of Anna which is one of my favorite movies the year that it came out. It's an issue that I had with Tenet for completely different reasons. It's not something I'm bringing up as a negative, but it's something that I think you should be aware of going in because there is no option to you know turn on subtitles when you're watching the film. You're going to want to pay extra care and attention to the dialogue, and it may even help to look at some archival footage of, Bob Marley to sort of get your ear attuned to the Jamaican accents, which again I think are very, very close to reality, but also perhaps a bit difficult if you're not used to hearing them. I also think it's to the actor's credit that even though I sometimes had an issue understanding the dialogue, I never missed the emotional point of any scene in this movie, just some of the words. I think the pieces for a great movie are here, including an extremely talented cast. The movie I think just lacks a lot of focus and it doesn't drive home the story as well as I think it could have. Any disappointment I feel in the film comes from the missed opportunities and not necessarily the quality of what is there on film. I think that a lot of people are going to love this movie simply because it reminds you of Bob Marley's music and his legacy and what he stood for. And that's great. The audience that I saw it with seemed to really enjoy the film. They were digging the music. And on that level, I think this is a really enjoyable film. I also think, by the way, that this is going to do really well at the box office. I would bet on it over indexing expectations because the screening in my market at 530 on a Wednesday was actually more crowded than I've seen screenings on a Thursday later in the day for a preview of an even quote-unquote bigger film. So I think that this is a movie that is going to draw a lot of audience, and I think that a lot of the people that see the movie are going to like it, and I'm really only dinging it based on its storytelling, not its performance, and not what it stands for, and not its message. Those are all great things, but I think that there is a deeper and more complex way to look at Bob Marley's life and legacy than what we get in the film that could have helped you understand the man behind the music just a little bit more, especially for people that aren't as well versed in the ins and outs of his life and his biography. I understand that in a post-walk-hard Dewey Cox world, you cannot approach a music biopic straightforward without the risk of being mocked. And that's actually what I thought the film sort of looks like based on the trailers. That's not what you get, but I still think that there is a way to tell this story a little bit more in depth and perhaps a little bit more traditionally without going into Dewey Cox territory and I think enhancing the impact of what we already get in this film. So even though there's a lot of great takeaways from the film, on my personal scale, this one gets an it's fine. If you love Bob Marley and you already know his life, then you'll probably enjoy it. If you love Bob Marley's music, there's a lot of great music in the film. And like I said, generally, it is a movie about positivity and a guy who stood for peace and acceptance and all of these different things and those values are there in the film. The negatives for me are tied completely to what's not there in the movie versus what is there in the movie. And I think with just a little bit more tweaking, this could have been even better than what it is. So those are my thoughts on Bob Marley, One Love. What do you think? Are you going to be heading out to the theater to see it this weekend? Let me know down in the comments below and be sure to stay tuned right here on the channel. I've got movie reviews, box office, streaming charts, movie news, all the stuff that we do here. Thank you so much for spending part of your day here with me. Until next time, stay safe and I'll see you then. Bye.